You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Hound of the Baskervilles by A. Colin Doyle Chapter 5 Three Broken Threads Sherlock Holmes had, in a very remarkable degree, the power to tap his mind at will. For two hours, the strange business in which we had been involved appeared to be forgotten. He was entirely absorbed in the pictures of the modern Belgian masters. He would talk of nothing but art, of which he had the coolest ideas. Coolest ideas from our leaving the gallery until we found ourselves at Northampton Hotel. Sir Henry Baskerville is upstairs expecting you, said the clerk. He asked me to show you up at once when he came. Have you any objection to my looking at your register, said Holmes? Not in the least. The boy book showed that two names had been added after that of Baskerville. One was Tobias Johnson, family in Newcastle, another Miss Odermore, and maid of High Lodge Alton. Surely that must be the same Johnson whom I used to know, said Holmes to the porter. A lawyer, is he not grey-haired and walks with a limp? No, sir, this is Mr. Johnson of the Coalmers, a very attractive young gentleman, not older than yourself. Surely you're mistaken about his trade. No, sir, he used to. Uh, he has used this hotel for many years. He is very well known to us. Ah, that settles it. Miss Odmore, too, I seem to remember the name. Excuse my grossly, but often in calling upon one friend, one finds another. She's an invalid lady, sir. Her husband was once mayor of Gloucestershire. She's always come to us when she's in town. Thank you. I'm afraid I cannot claim her acquaintance. We established the most important fact by these, quest- by these questions, Watson. She knew it in a low voice as we went upstairs together. We now know the people who were so interested in our friend not settled down in this own hotel. That means the while there that they are. As we have seen, very anxious to watch them. They are very equally anxious that we should not see them. Not this is now this is a most suggestive fact. 
How, how does it, what does it suggest? She says, hello, hello, my dear fellow. What on earth is the matter? When we came round the room, round the top of the stairs, we had run up against the heavy basket himself. Face was flushed with anger, held an old and dusty boot one of his hands. So furious was he, he's hardly articulate. When he did not, when he did speak, he was much more broader, more Western dialect than any which he had reheard from him in the morning. Seems to me they're playing me for a sucker in this hotel, he cried. They're fine, they'll start it, don't monkey. You're the wrong man, unless they be a careful boy thunder. If that chap don't find my missing boot, there'll be trouble. I can take a joke with the best, Mr. Holmes. They've got a bit over the mark this time. You're looking for your boot? Yes, sir, I'm, I mean to find it. But surely you said it was newly brown boot. No, it wa- so it was, sir, and now it's an old black one. What? You don't mean to say? Just what I do mean to say. I only had three pairs in the world. The new, brown and old black, and the patent leathers, which I am wearing. Last night they took one of my brown ones. Today they sneaked one of the black. Well, have you got it? Speak out, man. Speak out, man. And don't stand staring as the German waiter had appeared upon the sign. No, sir. I have made the inquiry all over the hotel. But I cannot hear no, can hear no word of it. Well, then either that boot comes back before sundown, or I see a manager and tell him I'll go right straight out of this hotel. It shall be found, sir. I promise you, it will all run. It will find. You'll have a little patience. It will be found. Mind it is, for it is the last thing of mine that I hope in this den of thieves. Lose in this den of thieves. Well, now, Mister Holmes. Excuse my troubling you about this such a trifle. I think it's well worth troubling about. Why, you look very serious over it. How do you explain it? I just don't attempt to explain it. Seems the very maddest, queerest thing ever had of me. The queerest, perhaps, said Holmes thoughtfully. What do you make of it yourself? No, I don't profess to understand it, and yet this case of yours is very complex, Sir Henry. I am taken in conjunction with your uncle's death. I am sure that all five hundred cases of capital importance which I have handled there is one which cuts so deep that we hold several threads in our hands. Odds are that one or other will guide us to truth. We may waste time in following the wrong one, but sooner or later we must come upon the right. At a pleasant luncheon, in which little was said of the business which had brought us together, as a private sitting room to which we afterwards prepared, the homes asked Bassetville. What was his intention to go to Bessicle Hall? And then, when? At the end of the week? All on the whole, said Holmes, I think your decision a wise one. I have ample evidence you're being dodged in London, amid the millions of this great city. It's difficult to discover who these people are, or what their objective object could be. If their intentions are evil, they might do you mischief. We should be powerless to prevent it. You do not did not know, Dr. Mortimer. That you have followed this morning from my house? Dr. Mortimer started, startled violently. Followed by whom? That's unfortunately what I cannot tell you. Have you another among your neighbours? Acquaintance of Dr. Blackmore, any man? A black full beard? No, oh, let me see. Why, yes, Barrymore. Sir Charles Butler, the man with a full black beard? Ah, where is Barrymore? He's in charge of the hall. He had all had better be had best certain 
if he really is there, he's really there or by any possibility he might be in London how can you do that give me a telegram form is it already for Sir Henry that would do address it to Mr. Barrymore Barrymore's Griffey Hall what is the nearest telegram office Grimpton very good but send it a second wire to postmaster Grimpton telegram to Mr. Barrymore to be delivered into his own hands Batson return wire to Sir Bess Henry Baskerville Northumberland Hotel that should let us know before evening that Barrymore is in post in Devonshire not that's so said Baskerville by the way Dr. Mortimer who is this Barrymore anyway he's the son of the old caretaker who's dead he looked after the healthy for four generations so far as I know he and his wife are spectacle covers any in the country county at the same time said Baskerville it's clear enough so long as there are none in the family at the hall those people have a mighty fine home and nothing to do so true did the Marimor profit at all by Sir Charles Will Cross Holmes he and his wife had five hundred pounds each ha do you know that they would that they would see this yes Sir Charles is very fond of taking the provisions of the will this is very interesting I hope said Dr. Mortimer you do not look at the suspicious eyes upon everyone who received a legacy from Sir Charles well they also had a thousand pounds left to me indeed anybody else there are some insipulate sons of individuals large number of public charities where did you all went to send them how much was it where did you seven hundred and thirty thousand pounds Holmes raised his eyebrows in surprise I had no idea so gentle a sum was involved said he the child had a reputation of being rich but we do not know how rich he was until he came to examine his securities total value of the estate was close to a million dear me is a state for which a man might well play a desperate game one more question dr Mortimer. supposing that everything happened to your young that something should happen to your our young gentle friend our young friend here would you forgive the unpleasant hypothesis who would inherit his estate since Roger Buskill, Sir Henry, Sir Charles, Ingerbever's dead or married, the state would descend to the Desmonds, or a distant cousin, James Desmond, an early Turk clergyman in Westmoreland. Thank you. These, these details are all of great interest. Have you met Sir James Desmond? Yes, he once came down to visit Sir Charles. He was a man of reputable appearance, saintly life. I remember that he refused to accept any settlement for Charles. Sir Charles Stone, pressed it upon him, and his man of simple taste would be the heir to Sir Charles's thousands. He'd be the heir to his state before it, because that, because that is entailed. He should, he would also be the heir to the money, unless it is willed otherwise by the present owner, who can, of course, do what he likes with it. And have you made out, you made your will, Sir Henry? No, Mr. Mr. Holmes, I have not. I have had no time for it. It was only yesterday I learned how madness has stood. And in any case, I feel my money should go with the title of state. That was my poor uncle's idea. How is the owner going to restore the glory to Vestville? He had not money enough to keep up the property. House, land, and dollars must go together. Quite so well, Sir Henry. I am one mind with you as to the visibility of your going down to Derbyshire. Without delay, there is only one provision which I must make. <laughs>
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You certainly must not go alone, for the murderer returns with me. But Dr. Walter has his practice to attend to, and his house is miles away from yours. With all the goodwill in the world, we may be unable to help you. No, Sir Henry, you must take by you someone, a trusted man, who will be always by yourself. Side, is it possible you could come yourself, Master Holmes? If it matters came to a crisis, I should endeavour to be present in person. You could, you could understand that? And my extensive constant fear, practice, and the constant appeals which reach me from many quarters. It's possible for me to be absent from London for an infinite time. At present instant, one of the most revered names in England being bemerged by blackmail. Only can stop the disastrous scandal. You see how impossible it is for me to go to the bar. Whom would you recommend then? Holmes laid his hand upon his right arm. It's my one if my friend would undertake if there is oh man, you're better worth having at your side and you are on a right when you're in a tight corner. No one can say no more confidently than you. Proposition took me completely by surprise, just before I'd asked trying to answer, Bastard seized my hand and rang it heartily. Well now, that is a kind of you. You're kind of you, Doctor Holmes, Watson, said he. You see how it is with me. You know just as much about the matter as I do. You will c- come down to Dresden Hall and see through. I never forget it. The promise of adventure is always a fascination for me. As complimented com- by the words of Holmes, by the eagerness with which the baronet held me as a companion, I will come with you pleasure, said I. I do not know how I would. I could employ my time better. You report very carefully to me, said Holmes. When a crisis comes, as it, it will do, you'll do. I shall direct you how, how you shall act. I suppose that by Saturday you might be ready. Would that suit you, Dr. Watson? Perfectly. Then on Saturday, unless you hear here to the country, we shall meet with a 10.30 train from Paddington. We have risen to, to depart for Bestfield. Good. Cry triumphant, 
driving into one of the corners of the room, he drew a black brown boot from under a cabinet. Oh, Mrs. Boot, he cried. May all our difficulties vanish as easily, said Holmes. But it was a very singular thing, Dr. Mortimer remarked. I searched the room carefully before lunch, so did I, said Vasily. Every inch of it. There was certainly no boot in it then. In that case, the waiter must have placed it there while you we were lunching. Germans sent for the press who knew nothing of the matter, nor could any inquiry clear it up. Another item had been added to the constant, apparently purposeless series of small mysteries which succeeded each time succeeded each time so rapidly, setting aside the whole grim story of Sir Charles' death. Had a time to despicable incidents, all within the limits of two days, including the receipt of the black printed letter, the black bearded spy in the hansom, the loss of the new brown boot, the loss of the old black boot, and the round of return of the new brown boot. Holmes sat in silence in the cab as we back drove back to Baker Street. I knew from his brown brows and keen face in his mind, like his, my own, was busy endeavouring to frame some scheme into which all these strange disconnected episodes could be fitted all afternoon and late in the evening he sat lost in tobacco and thought just before dinner two telegrams were handed in first ran have you heard that Barrymore is at the hall Vasily was second visit 23 hotels in as directed a side report unable to trace cut sheet of times Cotland wait yeah two they had got go too, my friends, Watson. There's nothing more stimulating than a case where everything goes against you, where you must cast round for another scent, where you still have the cab- cabman who drove this by exactly. I've written wire to get his name, address, and official registry. I should not be surprised if we're an answer in my question. To my question, the ring and the doorbell proved to be something even more touchy than an answer. However, the door opened, a rough-looking fellow entered, who was evidently the man himself. Oh, I got a message from the head office. A gent in his address required for number 2704, said he. I've driven my cab this seven years. I never would a complaint. I'll come here to strike from the guard and give ask you to give your face what you have against me. I have nothing in the world against you, my good man, the home of the country. I have a half a sovereign for you. To give me a clear answer to my questions. Well, I've had a good day, and no mistake, said the cabman with a grin. What is it with you you want me to ask, sir? First of all, your name and address in the case I want to want you again. John Clayton, three Turpney Street, the borough. My cab is out in Shirtley's yard near Waterloo Station. Sherlock Holmes made a note of it. Now, Clayton, tell me. All about that fair came and watched this house at ten o'clock this morning, and afterwards followed the two gentlemen down Regent Street. Man looked surprised and a little embarrassed. Why, there's no good my telling you these things. You seem to know as much as I do already, said he. Truth is that the gentleman told me he was a detective. There was had there was a stain nothing that him to anyone. My good fellow, this is a very serious business. You'll find yourself in a pretty bad position. You try to hide anything from me. They say that your your fair told you that he was a de- You say that your fair told you the detective yes he did. When did he say this? Did when he left me? Did he say anything more? I mentioned names, Holmes. 
cursed a swift glance of triumph at me. Oh, you mentioned his name, did you? What was it impertinent? What was the name of that that you mentioned? His name, the Kermit, Kermit, Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Never I fancy my friend more completely taken aback than by the Kermit's supply. For instance, he sat on the side of amazement, and he burst in a hotly laugh. A torch, Watson, an undeniable torch, said he. I need to feel a touch. Watson, an undeniable touch, said he. I feel a foil as quick as supple as my own. He's got home upon me very prettily that time. So his name was Sherlock Holmes, was it? Yes, sir, that was the gentleman's name. Excellent. Tell me where you picked him up and all that, and all that occurred. He held me at half past nine in Trafalgar Square. He said he was a detective. He offered me two guineas. But I could do exactly what he wanted all, all day. After the questions, I was glad enough to agree. First we drove down to the Fondon Hotel. Wait there with two gentlemen came out, took cab from the rank. He followed that cab, the cab to it, pulled up somewhere near here. His very door, said Holmes. Oh, I shouldn't be sure of that, but I dare say my fare knew well about it. He pulled up halfway down the street, waiting an hour and a half. Then the two gentlemen passed us, walking, and we followed down Baker Street along. I know, said Holmes, until we got three quarters down Regent Street. Then my gentleman threw up the trap and cried I should drive right away to Waterloo Station. So as I go, go, I whipped up the mare, we were under... We're there under like twenty ten minutes. And he paid up for his two guineas by a good one. And away he went into the train shed. Only just as he was leaving, he turned away and said, I must interest you to know that you have been driving Mr. Stroke Holmes. That's how I came to know the name. I see what you know. You don't know more of him? Not after he went out into the station. And how would you describe Mr. Sherlock Holmes? Cabberman scratched his head. Well, he be oh, well. He wasn't altogether such an easy gentleman to describe. Put him at forty years old. He's a middle aged, two or three inches shorter than you, sir. Dressed like a top. He had a black beard, cut straight at the edge, square at the edge, and pale face. I don't know. Well, I could say more than that. Colour of his eyes? No, I can't say that. Nothing more than you can remember. No, nothing. No, sir, nothing. Well then, here is your fast sovereign. There's nothing, another one waiting for you. If you can bring some more information, good night. Good night, sir. Thank you. John Clayton departed chuckling. Holmes returned to me with shrugging his shoulders and a rueful smile. That goes our third degree, Fred. We end where we begin, said he. A cunning rascal. He knew our number. Knew that Sir Henry Bessigill had exalted me. This one who I was in Regent Street. Conjectured. I got the number of the cab and would lay my hands on the driver. He went back for his arduous traffic, so he sent back his arduous message. I tell you, Watson, this time we have got a foreman who is worthy of steel. I have been checkmate in London. If any wish you better luck in North Derbyshire, but it's not easy in my mind about it. What's that? About what? That's sending you to ugly business, Watson, an ugly, dangerous business. The more I see it, the less I like it. Yes, my dear fellow, you may laugh, but I give you my word that I shall be very glad to have you back safe and sound in Baker Street once more.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.